want to start? Hello. <laughs> Omi, hello. How are you? Oh, hell, I don't know. What day is it? Happy Monday. Oh, it is Monday. Yeah. Yay, Monday. <laughs> How are you? I don't know. I'm, I'm good. I was actually thinking I need to change the way I speak. Oh. Like I could either... Because, I mean, it is very... I don't speak from the diaphragm. Okay. You know, I don't do that, the proper breathing that one should. Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, to compensate for my weird sinusitis voice. Yeah. So I could either talk down low. Okay. I can't. Because I can't get high. I don't have a high no. register. <clears throat> I, I don't know how to help you I think with my, that one. I think my normal voice is more like this. Yeah, it's louder when you when you do that. Because it's, I definitely, anyways. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Why Do We Own This DVD? That's uh, not going to be our theme song. Is that our jingle? Uh, anyway. We need instrumentation. I'm not playing an instrument. But if for some reason you're just joining us for the first time, this is a podcast where we go through our DVD collection and uh, to ask ourselves this very name of the podcast. Um, we are, what, what What episode is this? Six? Number six. Wow, we're six DVDs oh, in. <clears throat> Number six. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, and we're talking about The Avengers. What year? 2012. I mean, it's only seven years old, but this movie, for sure, hmm, Take two. This movie <laughs> for sure still holds up. Oh my gosh, it does. I mean, everything about it. The, uh, we can get into detail, you know, but... I mean, it, I was surprised. I thought, oh, it's going to feel... Well, because so much has happened yeah. since that movie came out, like in that universe. So many movies have come out, like 20 movies or something have come out, not 20 since then, but a large handful. No, no, I mean, how many have come out since then? I'm not going to count, but... Uh, so Sean and I watched this movie. We watched half of it last night and then the other half after we got home from work today. Um, I hadn't seen this movie since I first watched it back in 2012. Um, I never revisited it, but uh, what are you playing with over there? Well, it keeps peeking because... Oh. I think we're we're much more animated for this episode because well yeah because I it's a much it's a much better movie than the last couple we've done so um this movie is so good this movie is so good I had so much fun watching it it's a real fun watch it's, oh my gosh and yeah. it doesn't seem I mean it's a longer movie it's you know over two hours which a lot of Marvel movies are, but mm-hmm. it do, it doesn't seem that long. Even though we split up into two nights, it still it flies by because there's so much going on, but not like a in a crazy way. Not like oh my god, there's too much going on. Um, but there's there's it just it flows really nicely. I mean, it's as fun to watch as like Temple of Doom or you know any any of the better indie <laughs> movies. Indie meaning Indiana Jones, not, yeah, not like, independent. Not like Miramax in the 90s movies. Um, Miramax had some good ones in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. couple. So, um, yeah, this movie opened May 4th. May the 4th, 2012. 
Um, and it was, no surprise, a big hit. Um, I mean, it was an instant hit, too. Of- yeah, which is, I mean, if you think about it, I think people were, had originally, had been saying, this movie is never going to work. You're having all of these huge characters, and people were like, you know, Joss Whedon was hired to write and direct, and they're like, how is he going to do this? It seemed like an impossible task. I mean, it's too many, too many balls in the air, too many spinning plates to keep up. I mean, I mean, and you have main characters all together, you know, like two of the three of these guys had already had their own movie. Mm -hmm. So Iron Man had his movie. He had two movies actually under his belt at this time. Mm -hmm. Um, Captain America had his movie and Thor had his movie. So, I mean, that alone is, is big. And then you have all the, I mean... The, the cast is huge, and for this to work, it would need a really good script, really good editing, all that really good actors who can who can be supporting actors. Yeah. Um, you know? Yeah, I mean, this one, they really had to work as a team. I mean, it was definitely an ensemble oh, yeah. production. Yeah, and they, and there was no... I don't want to say there wasn't any standouts. They all stood out. You know, it's like I remember trying to think, like, who's my favorite Avenger? And I I can't pick one because I like them all in, in just different ways. I mean, Iron Man, you have, he's like the original. He's funny and sarcastic, and so many people relate to him just based mm-hmm. on personality. and Or they strive to be like that personality. Yeah, I'm, it, the good parts, yeah. Like nobody wants to be Captain America. Nobody wants to be the the lawful Aww. good character. Oh, but Captain America was the first Marvel movie that I really loved. I liked it better than Iron Man. I don't know if that's just because we saw the we went to the premiere at Comic Con. But I, I've always loved Captain America because I just I don't know. I maybe I do like that that lawful good part of the team because they need it, and it's such a dynamic to the other ones to the other characters and. I mean, Lawful Good has always been my least favorite alignment. Yeah. Just because I... Because it's boring. It's boring. I mean, you have to play by the book. You have to always do right for right's sake. But and it works for him. Oh, yeah. I mean, and of it's course. it's not... Absolutely. ...cheesy and, you know, it's... Um, but so your cast in The Avengers. You have Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Hemsworth, Scarlett Johansson, Jeremy Renner, Tom Hiddleston, Clark Gregg, Colby Smulders, Stellan Skarsgård, Samuel L. Jackson. I mean, those are all, I mean, some smaller names, obviously, but that's like your main cast. That's a big cast. And I don't know, it, it worked, though. It it really worked. Oh, yeah. I mean, it... Hmm. Oh. Hi, cat. Maybe because needs to go outside. We should pause. Okay. Now I'm out of breath. <laughs> Custard's in his cat jail outside. We're yeah. good to go. Where were we? Talking um, about a ensemble. Well, I was going to... Just a little background. I mean, I'm not going to... There is so much information on this movie. I mean, since it was so big. I mean, I'm. if you're really curious and really want to know a lot of details, just go to the wiki page. It would take you like all day to read. Oh, it's a mega deep dive. Um, But some highlights... Um, that I found kind of interesting. So back in 2009, which was a year after The Incredible Hulk came out, um, Edward Norton's Incredible Hark, Hark, 
Incredible Hulk, which is considered part of the MCU, um, Mm -hmm. came out the same year as Iron Man, actually. Um, 2009, Edward Norton said that he was going to be returning as the Hulk in the Avengers, which we know is not the case. Um, Do we know why? No. Was there ever an official? Because I know, I I remember at the panel, because we were at... Yeah, I was going to get to that. Numerous panels. They someone even mentioned. Uh huh. Ed Norton. I don't remember what they said. Well, at the because Sean and I were at the um, the Avengers. Well, it was a Captain America panel. Okay. In 2010, and they surprised us at the end by bringing out all of the Avengers, mm-hmm. and that's when we found out that Mark Ruffalo was going to play the Hulk and Jeremy Renner was going to play Hawkeye. Um, we didn't know at that point until then. Okay. But um, that was that was pretty fun when they surprised everyone. Um, and it Samuel was Samuel Jackson a... was suddenly just started announcing everyone, and they all came out on stage, and people lost their minds. Well, yeah, because at first we're like, "Is that looks like Samuel Jackson?" Because there was no announcement; it was just yeah, he just came out. And people walking around like that looks like Samuel Jackson, and then people started murmuring, and it got louder and louder. And then he jumped on the mic. Yeah, it was Introduced insane. a few people and then introduced Robert Downey Jr. Who then it was insane. took over. And they all came out. It was insane. It was and insane. they introduced Joss Whedon and he came out. and Yeah. Um, uh, and, um, oh, as, and um, Iron Man 2. So Natasha Romanoff, who's um, Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson's character. She makes an appearance in Iron Man 2. But before Scarlett Johansson was cast, it was actually supposed to be Emily Blunt. Um, I can see that. Emily Blunt was cast as I can, I can see that. in Iron Man 2. And then, you know, they changed it to Scarlett Johansson, which let her, you know, she became an, an Avenger. So we could but, have had Emily Blunt as uh, as an Avenger, which would be... But in Iron Man 2, it was Scarlett it Johansson? It was Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Yeah. So she had been recast before... Yes. Any filming was... Okay. Yeah. And uh, so Joss Whedon, he big avengers fan in the 1960s he that was his avengers time he liked that era of the avengers um and he said that what drew him to the avengers was that quote these people shouldn't be in the same room let alone on the same team and that is the definition of family which i thought was a great way of putting because that's that's them i mean none Mm -hmm. of these people should be in the same room together well i mean because for most of the movie tony stark and Captain America hate each other. They're, they're all those butting heads. They're all bickering. Um, but that's the family. That's what a family does. And I thought that was kind of cool. But um, tell us uh, your Joss Whedon story. When I was still working as a chef, I was running a little bar. I was running, I was running a kitchen in a bar in Santa Monica. And <laughs> I'm telling you to use your lower voice. Oh yeah, I got I got high there. Yeah. So when I was working as a no, <laughs> so we were in when I was in Santa Monica. Yes. And it, we had. It was a slow afternoon, and had, a guy came in. I think we had just opened like, too. I think we were because we would open for lunch. That was like our lunch. That was our opening. We would open for around lunchtime, and we never had. We, there was never any kind of rush. For people to get in. Well, because it's a wine bar. There was so. always a walking. People would just walk by and come in. And so I was kind of milling about in the in the bar area, which is all of it. And I see a guy looking at our menu outside. 
I'm like, that guy looks a lot like, holy shit, it's Joss Whedon. <laughs> and he saw me looking at him. He popped his head in. He's like, you guys open? I'm like, oh, yeah, come on in. And so he comes in. He he comes in, and there's no one in the bar, and it's a small, it was a small space. We had, I think it's considered a 20-seat dining area. I pulled it. I found it. It was September 2010. September 2000, yeah. So after Comic-Con, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, it was after Comic-Con. Because we talked about it. <laughs> so he comes in, and I I might have peed a little. He comes in, goes to the bar, gets a menu, and he's kind of looking at the menu, looking at all the wine selections we have. And I had, that day, Kira was like two, I had her pick my shirt out for me to wear, my regular t-shirts. She grabs one. And it happens to be a, a black t-shirt with white Star Wars writing, but, you know, in that classic Star Wars mm-hmm. font. But instead of a Star Wars thing, it says, Joss Whedon is my master now. Yeah. And that was actually your shirt. But we... Really? Yeah, because I had the Han shot first. Oh. And my brother got it. Okay. So he got me Han shot first. He got you Joss Whedon. Yep. But, I mean, it would... We can, it was we can ginormous, wear, so, you know. We can switch shirts. We wore the same size. Okay. I mean, luckily, like, luckily it wasn't a... And like, huge. We were the same size. Well, luckily it wasn't a women's <laughs> style. It was a yeah, unisex. We got it. Yep. Yeah. So I had worn that shirt that day. And when I got to work, I would change out of it. Put my regular undershirt on or leave it on. I don't mm-hmm. know. Put my chef coat on. Go to work. Joss Whedon's in there. I run back to the locker room area. <laughs> go get my shirt out. And I creep up. Well, creep up. <laughs> I, I, I walk up and I go, um, excuse me, Joss. And he turns around and smiles. Yeah, yeah. And I hold up my shirt and he starts laughing. He goes, what the hell? And I'm like, I, my daughter picked it out for me today. And he shook my hand and because he obviously at that point knew that I knew who he was. Yeah. I was a fan, obviously. And keep in mind, we're, we're, we're not... This wasn't like, oh, we love Joss Whedon because he's going to direct the Avengers. This is, we love Joss Whedon because we go way back to Buffy, Firefly, Angel, all those shows that he's done. So and it's funny like because a, a our, huge, huge moment. our Joss fandom was relatively recent. At that time? Yeah. Well, like, cause I mean, we it was a few years, we but. We discovered Firefly in like 2005. But we, so. we weren't from, we weren't ground zero types. No. You know. So we chatted for a, a good while because there was no one in the bar. And I told him that I'd saw him at Comic-Con. And he got real sheepish and was like, I hope I don't fuck it up. Because he said that at Comic-Con too. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sure you won't. It's going to be great. You know, that was, it was great to see everyone. And, I le- and then I left him alone. Well, because yeah, he had his laptop. And he had his laptop. And I found excuses to walk by him. Because it looked like he was writing a screenplay, right? Like he for sure was, because I recognize the format. He was writing the Avengers, I would think, two years before it came out. So. Yeah, I mean, he was probably that's most likely what he was working on. Because there was, I walked by him to, I think I even took his food Sitting out. Taking the table for the tenth time. I think I took his food out to him. Yeah, sliders. He ordered pork, pulled pork sliders. <laughs> We're so nerdy. I know. We know all this, but well, I even took a picture of the food when it, before it went out. Oh yeah, you did. And, I, and he ate it all, so... When I walked yeah. by him to drop off the food, and I for sure saw a 
text document on his computer in screenplay format, yeah. which is all centered. It's yeah, well, you know, it's very it's, distinct. Yeah, and I left him. Didn't bother. Didn't bug him for a picture. Wanted to. Yeah. Didn't bug him for an autograph. You would get that the year wanted later to. at Comic Con. <laughs> you got a picture with him, but. And the next year, just by chance, we were. This is when we were still. Well, this was 2012, because um, it was for the Firefly mm-hmm. 10 year reunion. Mm-hmm. So. So this was back when we would still camp out for Hall H, Ugh. and it was either pre, just pre midnight, or post, or I mean, or pre dawn. Yeah, it was late. It was late. It was either very early in the morning or very late at night. And I'm in line. We're all in line. Half the people in line are sleeping. And there's a commotion way at the front. A small commotion. And so we know it's someone. Because that would happen a lot. People would walk by, walk the line, greet everyone just because. And I realize it's getting closer and closer. And we look. And holy shit, it's Joss Whedon again walking the line. And he's approaching our section of the line. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, he would walk by, he would kick people, wake them up, say hi. Yeah. And he got to, like, our little grouping. Well, the picture I have in my photo, it says 3.23 a.m. So, yeah, it was was pre-dawn, post-party, Joss Whedon. But anyway, yeah, hurry up, tell your story. So people are grabbing him, you know, and he's obliging. He's taking pictures, signing autographs. I whip out my badge, take it out of its little laminate. And I run up to him. I I think I threw Diane my phone or a phone. Take yeah. a picture. Yeah, I had to take a picture. Grabbed him, got a picture, had him sign my badge. Both of us look lit as fuck. <laughs> well, because it's three twenty-three. Him because he probably just came from some kind of event, some party. Yeah, I mean, Me because I haven't slept yet, <laughs> and it's three thirty in the morning. Yeah. And that was Joss Whedon close personal encounter number two. That was fun. Um, but yeah, back to Avengers. This was, oh, that was after Avengers had opened. So he mm-hmm. was like. He was already, he was already, he had already yeah. made his mark. Um, huh, what else? This movie is just so much fun. Like I, there's so many lines well, that I was laughing out loud at, which doesn't really happen. And he's one of two people that I've met from this movie. Okay. What's the other one? I can't think of the... Oh, oh, Jeremy Renner. Oh, God. Another long-ass story. Here we go. Nope. Short story. So this was pre-cooking career. You just tell career. stories long. <laughs> I was... This is when I was working in the movies. I was working at some shitty soundstage in Burbank. It was pretty near the Burbank Ikea. I had gone in for, um, like, pickups and as a rap crew. Because there... So some production... My friend called me on, said, hey, they need a couple extra guys. They're doing pickups. He gave me the address. I show up, and it turns out it's for this indie movie called Dahmer mm-hmm. about Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. And it was this sweltering Burbank afternoon in this crappy soundstage that they had dressed to look like all do all the interiors. It was all like apartment hallways and apartment rooms and stuff. And there's this dude... He's their he's their principal actor as Jeffrey Dahmer, and it looks like Jeffrey Dahmer. 
He's yeah. this creepy, skinny, kind of, I don't want to say bug-eyed, but he was... But yeah, he's bug-eyed. He was bug-eyed. Yeah. And he was... And I'm watching this dude act. And I never pay attention to actors. But I was watching this dude. And I'm like, he's so good. Looks like him. He's got the acting just Mm -hmm. exactly as I expect Dahmer to act. I believed everything. And I remember I went, when I got home, I told you. Okay. I'm like, there's this dude who's playing Jeffrey Dahmer. He's gonna be somebody he's mm. gonna make it yeah and fast forward a few years and there's this movie called hurt locker with jeremy yeah. renner was that before avengers okay and he sure. gets a freaking oh, academy award yeah. nomination and who introduced him at that awards that was that year they did that weird like where they had a a peer or a friend introduce all the nominees mm. kind of hype them up oh i don't remember that yeah who introduced him the Incredible Hulk. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Okay. <laughs> All right. Did his like vetting it, speech. Yeah. yeah, okay. That year at the Oscars. So yeah. Neat. So you, yeah. You got to, you kind of hung out with Jeremy Renner a little bit. Well, because yeah, it was a small stage, small crew. So you could kind of. There was like maybe three cast members total that day. Yeah. You know, and we have to have lunch, and we'd all sit around and just kind of chit chat. So yeah, I like to make fun of Sean and his uh, my man crush on man Jeremy Renner. Crush on Jeremy Renner. Okay, we're back. Another. Did we leave? Oh yeah, we we left. <laughs> we... Our card. I didn't empty our. I didn't delete. Yeah, your fault. Yeah, space. Since um, last time. Who who was your who was your favorite in this movie? Uh... Or is it again? Like I said. I don't. I don't Hard think. To pick one. I don't know that I have a favorite. I might have had one the first couple times I saw it, mm-hmm. but rewatching it now, <clears throat> with everything that I know and have seen since, it I did enjoy watching like the difference in Thor now. Yeah. I mean, Thor from Avengers versus Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. <laughs> it's such a difference. Yeah. Or even in yeah Infinity War and. Well, Endgame, which eh, we haven't seen. I think we're the only ones on the planet, but I know things that happen. But uh, yeah, we haven't seen Endgame yet. So, because we're lame. I don't know, watching it, because I mean, I always liked, like I said, I always liked Captain America and I always liked Thor because he had that, because he was like the sexy one, Mm kind of. And well, especially Ragnarok. I'm like, damn. But watching this last night, I, my two favorite is um, Hulk and Iron Man, which I never mm-hmm. thought I would say, but I don't know. I, that... I, I do like Mark Ruffalo a lot. Me too. Maybe I like the two of them because they were in Zodiac together. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. You know who I do like, though? Um, Pepper Potts. Wow. Well, I mean, yes. no, because... She's adorable. And they may, and they, she has something because it's, they don't sex her up. No. At all. No. And yet she's, she's very, she's, she's very magnetic in a way. Yeah. And she doesn't even have that much screen time. We're talking about Gwyneth Paltrow people. Like her. Who don't know who Pepper Potts is. It's Gwyneth Paltrow. 
they give her a, a really good personality. Uh-huh. They make her wicked smart. Oh, God. Wow. I mean, they make yeah. her they make her so smart. Yeah. And... Because she can match wits with she with can Tony keep up. Stark. She can keep yeah. up with Tony Stark. Yeah, they wouldn't be able to give him someone he, that couldn't keep up with him. And I mean, you have, you know, Scarlett Johansson for that kind of sexy hot. Is there a factor, thing where like guess, girls but, don't like Scarlett Johansson? They don't like Black Widow. Oh, I don't know. Have you heard that thing? I saw a meme, and it suggested that girls we don't see Avengers because we like the female character of Black Widow or Scarlett Johansson. And so I was like, is that a thing? I mean, she's not my favorite either. I I like her because they make her such a badass. Like yeah. uh-huh. an almost over the top badass. Like when she's so called so quote unquote being interrogated yeah, by the Russians. Yeah. And really all she's doing is just baiting them. Just yeah, because they're giving her everything. And she's like, Well, I'm kind of busy right now. I'm at work. <laughs> but I mean I don't know. I mean I, I think right now, as of this viewing, my favorite is probably um, Banner, Incredible mm-hmm. Hulk, mm-hmm. you know, Mark Ruffalo. I mean, my least favorite has been and still is, you know, Steve Rogers, just Aww, because he's such a goody two-shoes. I, I just, There's only one God, ma'am, and I, I just work. don't. <laughs> Whatever his line is. I just no, don't I, like yeah. lawful good. I know. Whatever. I mean, I like. I'm not gonna hold that against him. I like chaotic good. I like. I even like lawful evil. So, what do you think of Loki in this movie? He came him. out as a fan favorite after this movie, um, because we love our villains, and he is a. He's quite a fantastic villain. He's such a. a he's so good. He's so good. Tom Hiddleston I mean, is so good in this movie. He's a delicious villain. He is because he know. has that line that I love. I am Loki of Asgard, and I am burdened with glorious purpose. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. It's such a good line. Oh, it's my tea. Um, yeah, I just think he... And it's, you watch it, you're like, well, obviously, he's a fan favorite, because look at him. He delivers every... <laughs> every Like, every line he delivers is just, like, satin. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's... I don't know. And, I mean, one of my... I mean, yeah, that's... He's he's so much fun to watch and and, and root anytime he's on screen you're and just root like, against yeah you, know? you just want to watch him every time he's on screen because he's so magnetic and and I mean the other fun thing about watching this movie again so much so many years later is now especially in like Ragnarok all these obscure references come like shooting break. back Point Break <laughs> and when. In Ragnarok, when Hulk is smashing Thor to the ground and mm-hmm. Loki jumps up, yes, that's how it feels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's I had. I mean, I I was writing down lines that I like because the this script is definitely. If you know Joss Whedon's humor, it's filled with so many Joss Whedon lines that just his his Whedon esque quips. Yeah, just um. Well, he's got the when Thor is talking to well the other Avengers, you know, and. Loki, he's like, Loki's beyond reason, but he is a Asgard, and he is my brother. And Black Widow's <laughs> like, he killed 80 people in two days. He's adopted. He's adopted. <laughs> I mean, that's that's so Joss. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, like we said, the no hard feelings point break, you know, and all of the, you know, all of Tony Stark's lines. Um, and then 
my favorite line from <laughs> from Hulk, you know, or well, like I said, Bruce Banner when he. So this all seems horrible. When he, when he, he, he comes arrived. pattering up on his on his probably a found motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I I love Hulk in this movie and. And I love when Captain America, t- you know, he's giving orders that everyone do this. And then he's like, Hulk, smash, or whatever. And then, of course, Hulk has that, that, that smile, that little smile. He's like, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, it's it's fun. Um, and, well, let's see. Like I was saying at the beginning, um, this movie made a shit ton of money. Um, what was the production the budget? Open, yeah. You know, I couldn't find the budget. Maybe I just wasn't looking I don't. I wonder if... I know there's a couple movies where they never disclosed the budget. Maybe this... Yeah. This might be one of them. But um, the opening weekend was $392 million. So, over, you know, almost $400 million the opening weekend. And, and then... Um, which is currently the 11th highest for an opening weekend. So, I mean, at the time, it was, like, way up there, but it's been pushed down by other Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. And the total worldwide box office was about um, $1.5 billion. And it was oh, the first... It? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, Endgame made that in like a week <laughs> or something. Didn't get our money. Uh, no, because we're lame. But um, this was the first Marvel movie to hit a billion. So, which, you know, that doesn't surprise me. Um, since then, I think every Marvel movie has hit a billion, basically. But so, I mean, really, this... In a way, this movie really established careers for a lot of these people. Like, yeah, Jeremy Renner had his Oscar nomination clout. But, I mean, aside from this, what was Scarlett Johansson doing? Or even Mark Ruffalo, really? Well, I mean, Mark Ruffalo was doing the smaller... He did some rom-coms. You know, Mm -hmm. he was in 13, going on 30, and he did Zodiac the year before. Is that Jennifer Garner? Oh, it's such a good movie. Is that Jennifer Garner? Yes. Okay. Oh, it's so good. I don't know why Um, I know that. I don't know what Scarlett Johansson was doing. Uh, I never really watched her do anything. I mean, she did what? Lost in Translation. Did she? Yeah. Oh, is that her? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and then she's the voice on her. Yeah. I mean, again, I think but, she was doing smaller movies. Obviously, smaller movies than. But I mean, this really thrusts a few of these. I mean, well. Tom Hiddleston. Was, Tom Hiddleston. I didn't know who he was before this. Well, he. I mean, he was in. You remember that whole um, article about on Thor, hmm. how? Because he was in Thor, right? I don't remember the that. Movie, how they were? But he, I think it was the New York Times. Okay. That mentioned how oh the studio's taking a a foolish gamble on two no names. Oh yeah, I have seen that floating around mm-hmm. um, lately, yeah. and it was Chris Hemsworth, Hemsworth right? and Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, they were unknowns. They yeah. really were before Thor, and I mean even after Thor. You knew who they were, but it wasn't until this one where Tom Hiddleston blew up. Mm-hmm. Um, Clark Gregg. Clark he played Gregg. Uh, Agent Coulson. And we would Phil only see... Col- Phil Coulson, if you're Pepper Potts. And why is he Phil? Why is he Phil? His first name is Agent. I mean, we only ever saw snippets of Agent Coulson in the post-credit scenes of, leading up to this. Right, post-credit of Thor, right? Of Post credit of Captain America. Captain America, where they find the hammer in the desert. Oh, okay. Which leads us to Thor. Yeah, yeah. Um, But he runs Shield, right? Mm -hmm. Him and well, Nick Fury and 
Him and Nick Fury. Colby Smolders. And Colby What's her Smolders. Name? What's your character's name? I don't remember. Oh, I don't either. Um, we know Colby Smolders from How I Met Your Mother. Robin um, Sparkles. Robin Sparkles. She's great on that show. Um, and she's a constant in all these movies, too, mm-hmm. until Thanos snaps his So Infinity War. Yeah. Um, she was recommended for this part by uh, Allison Hannigan. Really? Yeah. She said, Wait, hey. Wait, how does she know Allison Hannigan? How I Met Your Mother. Oh, duh. I'm thinking, like, I'm, I went back to, like, Buffy and oh, stuff. Oh, Buffy, no. Um, so speaking of post-credits, there's two post-credit scenes in this movie. Um, the first one is uh, Thanos, not played by Josh Brolin. Who goes, Did you find out who that no, was? No, I didn't. Or is I it, couldn't find it. But is I it just a CGI Maybe it's CGI, Thanos? but um, we obviously will meet Thanos in later movies. Um, he kind of destroys everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess Joss Whedon said that um, it was his decision to include Thanos um, in the post-credits, although the character isn't identified. Or he, you know, the name is never mentioned. Um, but comic book fans but everywhere recognize him instantly. Comic book fans, and then, you know, Joss was a, a huge fan of Thanos, too. And he said, uh, quote, he, for me, is the most powerful and fascinating Mar- Marvel villain. He's the great granddaddy of the badasses, and he's in love with death, and I think that's just so cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Joss, but... Um, so that's why he put it, him, he wanted a post-credit scene with Thanos, and obviously that gives us... I mean, I don't know what they had in mind when they made this, of the role Thanos was going to play later on. Yeah, I don't know how much they already knew, like, how much of a of a storyline that they already have kind of bullet pointed out after Avengers. For just the Avengers movies. I mean, they could, you know, all the other movies. I mean, you can, I call Captain America Civil War basically another Avengers movie because they're, so many of them are are in it again. Mm -hmm. But, um, and then we have the, the second post-credit scene, the shawarma scene, which is, um, which is just a, a silly, it's a it's a silly throwaway scene because they've just destroyed New York City. Has no bearing on anything. It's and, just for fun. Um, but um, Whedon stated that the inspiration for the shawarma scene came from the events surrounding the filming of the scene um, in the Angel episode, a Hole in the World, which is where um, Fred dies. If you I don't know if anyone knows the show Angel, but there's the character Fred, and she dies in um, Wesley's arms. Is that when she becomes Illyria? Yeah, maybe. But um, after filming the scene, Whedon and um, the actors, Amy Acker and Alexis Denisoff, who betrayed Fred and Wesley, um, they went out for drinks and ended up just sitting around quietly, exhausted from the day's events. Which Which is exactly what that looks like. Which he mimicked in the film. So that's where that comes. And then you had said that uh, it was shot after. They shot that, that scene after like the world premiere. So, so the world premiere never saw that scene. No, that's this was at for, least according to Wiki. This was for theatrical. So the world release. premiere okay. was a month before it was released in theater. It was like April. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they filmed it after the world premiere, and Chris Evans, you know, who plays Captain America, he actually had a beard at that time, so he was wearing a prosthetic. And you watch it, see his hands kind of cut. His hand is resting on his chin, or his chin's resting on his hand. Well, he's. And, I mean, it's and it's into like his cheek too. I mean, it's, he's got half his face covered with his hand. Yeah. So, so when you, just, when you, if you pay attention to it, it does look awkward. <clears throat> yeah, he's like, well, he's just not, not showing his face, but it's because he had a, a beard. So, um, is, was 
Chris Hemsworth is he the one who's just dropping stuff out of his shore but he was like falling out I don't know I kind of remember I vaguely remember that um in the UK this movie is called Marvel Avengers Assemble because UK um they didn't want the Avengers Mm -hmm. yeah that like spy show from like the 60s they don't want people to get it because the Avengers the TV show is a big deal over in the UK not here I used to watch that when I was a kid. Well, remember they came out with the movie with um, Uma Thurman and Mm -hmm. Ray Fiennes, which no one saw, but... So anyway, if you're in the UK, it's called Avengers Assemble, and it has a 92% Rotten Tomatoes, so everyone likes this movie. Even now? I don't know, that's what it's current. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's that's a good testament to its longevity. Um, It was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Visual Effects. It did not win. I... I'm not sure what would have won that year, 2012. I don't. I don't know. It didn't t- tell me who won. And you didn't bother to look. No. It would, okay. Yeah. But uh, overall, a pretty great movie. Really fun to watch. Um, makes me want to watch all the rest of them now. Um, which will bring me to why don't we own this? Because we don't own a lot of the MCU movies. In fact, I think we only own two. I think we own this in Captain America. We don't own any Iron Man? No. Oh, we don't? No. Is that because everything was always streaming and stuff? Maybe. Like we'd be able to watch it on Netflix and stuff? For I mean, a that was a long time ago and things yeah. weren't streaming. We just never... I could have swore we had Iron Man. I don't... Well, I mean, I can double check. I don't think we do, but... Um, the ones I wish we did own was Thor, Thor Ragnarok and Spider-Man Homecoming. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Um, we don't own those. those are, no, I don't see Iron Man. Oh, no, we do own Iron Man. I'm sorry. We own Iron Man. Okay. We own three out of like the 50. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of these are streaming. Black Panther streaming. Infinity War streaming. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp is streaming. The first one isn't. So that's why I haven't watched the second one yet because I want to see mm-hmm. the first one. Um, but it's not streaming. You know, there was that a scene where Coulson delivers that little that cool laptopy mm-hmm. computer thing that has okay. basically the files in it where okay. he's showing them and he sees all these scenes of random like fight scenes and stuff. Okay. Regarding each character kind uh-huh. of. Uh-huh. And there's scenes of the Hulk fighting and stuff. Is that from Ed Norton's I don't know. The Hulk? Because is this the first time we've seen this Hulk? Yeah. Right? He doesn't show up in any previous movies. No. So they had some kind of footage from a Hulk moment. I mean, it is considered to be part of the MCU. They include that in the whole... I don't know. You would have to do your deep dive research into that I don't want to. Well, let's pretend it is then. Because I know they show like supposed footage from... Black Widow and Hawkeye when they were fighting probably in Budapest because they mentioned Budapest. that a couple of times. Yeah. So, I mean, they had Hulk fighting mm-hmm. in yeah. some cityscape. Okay. Which I would assume would be when when they reference Harlem. Mm-hmm. I think I kind of broke it. Broke it. I remember, yeah. So would that have... Been, I wonder if that would have been Ed Norton footage. I don't know. I've never seen that Hulk. I haven't either. I haven't seen that one or the other one. Which other one? That guy from Munich. Who is he? The guy from Munich? Who is that actor? 
Australian guy. He was in Troy in Munich. He also played the Hulk. Oh, um, Gerard. Nope. Nope. Um. Oh. Yeah. for Eric Bana. Yeah. Wait, the Shadow. What? No, the Phantom. What? The Phantom, right? No. Isn't Eric Bana the Phantom? I don't care. He was the Hulk one time. Um, but yeah. Was Eric Bana in? I don't, he's not in. He's not the guy from Titanic, right? No. Who was that? Billy Zane. Billy Zane. He was oh, the Billy Phantom. Zane is the Phantom. Oh my oh, gosh, God. You're the worst. Mini Driver. <laughs> Mini Driver. Oh, shit. She's not in any of these. <laughs> She's not in the MCU or the DCEU. What a dumb name. It was cool to see Ashley Johnson's little cameo. Oh, Ashley Johnson. Sister of Haley Johnson. Who's Haley Johnson? Haley Johnson was on the show Kids Incorporated. Oh, Ashley Johnson okay. was on Growing Pains, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. A little kid. Kind of awkward looking. <laughs> um, you know I'll what else I really liked about this movie? Um, hmm. Alan Silvestri's film score. It's film score time. I did notice the score in this movie. He wrote a really great theme. For the Avengers, and I mm-hmm. love that we hear it whenever the Avengers show up in all the other movies. Mm-hmm. It has mm-hmm. remained a constant. It's a really good theme. Um, some of you might know Alan Silvestri from movies like the Back to the Future trilogy. That was that's probably his most famous theme. But um, Joss Whedon said that when he was singing about who did who would do the music, the first person he thought of was Alan Silvestri. He's like, I don't want anyone else but him. So. And I'm glad he's the only one who's done more than one MCU. Did he do any of Joss's shows? No, Hmm. that's like Robert Crowell did Angel and um, Greg Edmondson did Firefly. No. Hmm. Alan Spencer did The Abyss, Back to the Future, Romancing the Stone. He did, he does, he works with Robert Zemeckis mostly. I'm curious what. Castaway. I'm curious why Joss would be so adamant about. Huh. Because he knows, I don't know. He's a Back to the Future fan. Mm, could that's, be. That's who he wanted. Yeah. I mean, because if you know film scores. Hmm. That is interesting, though. But, um, yeah, he's the only one who's done more than one score in the MCU. So he's done all the Avenger movies. He did Captain America. Yeah, so I, I really, yeah, the music is fun. The theme is great. Uh, yeah, and we don't own a lot of these. And like I said, Thor Ragnarok is... Super fun, hilarious, and it's Thor like you've never seen him. That and, I think that's still my favorite. Like I can watch you, it. At, yeah, you were like anytime. watching it every every day because it was streaming on Netflix, so you would like watch that every day at work. And I mean, there'd be times where I would watch it, you know, easily twice. And it would day. end, and then oh, play again. Yeah. Let me get through the second half of my day or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Because it... It's, cause it's such an easy... I mean, it, especially after you watch it a couple of times and you you learn <laughs> every word, every scene. So you can just... It's an easy background movie. And you know what other ones that we don't own, which is funny, is the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Because those were always streaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we never owned them. That is the problem with the streaming because it makes it easy to not have to go buy a DVD. And... Go and, and doing this podcast and it 
So I will admit, I did a little cheating. I went to the thrift store over the weekend to see if I could fill any holes in her collection. And I found they were, all the DVDs were $2. And I found five movies that I'm not going to say, well, no, I'm not going to say what they are. But I did fill some holes in our collection. So, um, well, I mean, and I mean, we realize would... it's so nice knowing that this is never going to leave Netflix. It's never going to leave HBO. Well, you never have to worry about it leaving. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, because like you said, streaming, it's like, well, it's here you know, for now. Guardians, it's still streaming. Guardians 2 is still there. But the second you want to watch it, you can go look for it. Like me last night in Jaws. It's not, it was not all the, all four Jaws movies were on Netflix a couple months ago. And last night, it's summer. So I always, I'm jonesing for a shark movie. Well, and the same thing happened with James Bond. All those movies are gone. Yeah, so buy, buy physical media, guys. Because, don't trust these streaming sites. I mean, look what happened with Scott Pilgrim the first time. We still don't know it. I looked for it at Christmas time. I couldn't find it. I'd have to get it from Amazon, but it's your account, so I couldn't do and it. And I think it might still... It, it, I think it's still on HBO. That's where it was. Was it HBO or was yeah. it Netflix? Yeah, it was HBO, I think. I don't know. It might be Netflix. I don't know. I don't care. I think it was originally on HBO, and then it went away, and then it was mm-hmm. on Netflix Yeah. most recently. So if I had to go and and fill a few MCU holes, it would definitely I would <laughs> want I would want both Guardians movies. I'd want Thor Ragnarok and I'd want Spider Man Homecoming, which we can talk a little bit more about Homecoming when we get to the Sam Raimi Spider Mans because we own two of those. Um, I do forget about Homecoming, and I love that movie. It oh, and it's a it's oh my God, it's and so really good. it follows up almost directly behind Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. Right? No. Because we... No, Civil War. We meet... Because... No, we... Because Homecoming... <laughs> homecoming takes place when they're still cleaning up New York. Because we meet Spider-Man it's the in, Battle of New York. We meet Spider-Man in Civil War. Did you ever watch Civil War? I don't, I don't think I did. No. We meet Spider-Man and Black Panther in Civil War. I know, but how soon after Avengers is Civil War? I don't fucking know. Let me look. Like because the... Events or the when the movie came out? Because the movie came out. No, no, no. I don't care about when they came out because they're all out of order. Chronologically, when does the story take place? I don't know. I don't want to waste that time. Because there's the whole plot. Maybe you should watch Civil War. The whole plot of, plot of Homecoming yes, is they're cleaning up the Battle of New York and they're okay. using all that space tech, yeah. which is how Michael Keaton gets all of his cool gear because of all the leftover shit from the aliens and. Avengers. Okay. Sure. Yep. But you're missing Age of Ultron, which was between those two. Avengers 2. I don't... Yeah, but that's... Are you talking about release date or No, I mean, chronologically, Avengers 2 comes after the Avengers. Age of Ultron. And then it's Civil War, which is the third one. Nope, that's Captain America. <laughs> Shit, I hate the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm going to own Spider-Man Homecoming someday. Because <laughs> Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man. Sorry, He Toby. is the best one. Sorry, Andrew. And whoever else played Spider-Man. I'm not, I have never seen The Amazing Spider-Man, and I never wanted to. I, I don't know why. Maybe it was just so, I was just like, what? Not again. I saw it. You saw the first one, huh? There was two mm-hmm. of them, huh? I didn't see the second one. Mm. I did see the first one. I liked it. It was good. 
Emma Stone, right? Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. Darker, though, right? A little bit, yeah. I mean... It wasn't Spider-Man 3. <laughs> which one was that? Where he's like evil Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire. Do we meet... Is that... Do we meet Venom in that? Is, does it, no, that we, guy from Wings is in it. <laughs> Thomas Hayden Church? Right? Sandman? <laughs> Mr. Sand? I don't fucking know. Sand, yeah. My brain is MCU'd out. The guy, I can't keep track. I, the I haven't guy, seen The guy from Wings. These. I thought... Paul McCartney's in it. No, from Wings. No, the TV show about uh, airplane people who own an airport in like Nantucket or something. Oh, I thought that was Alaska. Yes. No. No, it's like Nantucket or Martha. Isn't Day Alaska like Northern Exposure? Yes. <laughs> okay. I can tell you that. Um. Anyway, are we done with the Avengers? Uh, Go yeah, see it, guys. Sure. If you haven't seen it, Go for see it. some reason. Go see it. Go see it. It's not streaming anywhere. Get in go your time machine it. and go see it. Or go check out Redbox. That might go check out a bit. Rock. Who Red? Redbox Red this weekend. Maybe um. I would bet money. Endgame that, is there. I, I would bet money that Avengers is not in Redbox. I don't know. This might be one you have to buy. Which would be worth it because you know what? I've got. There's a good I, chance you probably already own it. Maybe. And just haven't seen it. Like we haven't seen. Green Lantern until three weeks ago. This is much better than Green Lantern. As fun as we said that movie was, this is leagues better. It's it's a better movie. Yes. Green Lantern to me is just as fun. Not it didn't have the lines I was laughing at. Oh oh no, that was something completely different. <laughs> I just thought of I was gonna say, Oh Ryan Reynolds made an appearance, but it was that Taylor Swift video I watched today. Wow. Ryan Reynolds was in is in Taylor Swift's new video. Do you need me to call you an ambulance? Are you having no, a stroke? No, I'm going to ask Google to roll the die for us. Why don't you okay. grab it? Make sure you point your mic at it so you can hear what she says. Uh, okay. i got to bring her over. Hello. Hey, Google. Oh, God. Pick a number between 1 and 280. Five. Oh, jeez. Holy crap. Oh, my God. I got it. Hope it's not an American beauty. It's going to be about a boy. Hugh Grant? Hugh Grant, Tony Collette, and that, and that kid. Nicholas, the guy who plays Tolkien in the new Tolkien movie. I forgot his name. Nicholas. Flamel. Yeah. But he's a young boy in this movie. It's kind of sad, kind of funny, kind of an odd movie. It's a very Hugh Grant movie. Not even. You don't think so? No. I think it's so obvious. What to you is a Hugh Grant movie? Notting Hill. Love Actually. This is both of those. No, this is so different. Without anyway. The, without the cutesy factor. <laughs> Maybe. There's some really sad parts in this movie. Like Tony Clutt's character. They're not sad. They're very uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It's not sad. And then they close their eyes. What's that? When they're singing. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that'll be an, uh, a rewatch. And um, we're going to do another. We'll have to do a. There's some traveling going on. So, um, we're going to squeeze in another recording tomorrow night after we watch this movie. Whenever. 
when we watch tomorrow it night. tomorrow or afternoon. Wednesday. Oh, no, Wednesday. We could do okay. We'll figure it out. We'll watch it tomorrow. We can record either tomorrow night or Wednesday. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Sounds great. And we're out of here. We're done. Go watch the movie, guys. Go buy some physical media. Support the artists. Support your local stores. Yes. Okay. See ya. See you later. Yeah. Hey. Whatever. <laughs> Cameo. <laughs>